0: Welcome to our third and final part of our conversation with Dr. Jack Cruz. In today's episode, we dive into the future problems that are coming from the drug that has taken the nation by storm, Ozempic. Why defects in our health can come from our environment and not our genes and why different zip codes lead to different health outcomes. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl and my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department. But of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing. My relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later... Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menuno's, your life improvement series starts now. Heal Squad, we're back with our final episode with Dr. Jack Cruz. Today we're talking about kind of deprogramming your thinking, the way you think it's supposed to be, the way you were programmed to think it was supposed to be. We're talking about if you don't think you're good enough for you, what was it, Nat? He had a great quote. If you're there. not good enough for yourself, then who you're good enough for? Yeah, we got to be good enough for ourselves so we can be good enough for everybody else, friends. And also the steps that you need to take for your healing. We're talking circadian rhythms. We're talking all the things that we've talked with Doctor Allison about, and so much more. So enjoy. Are you you're building a hospital in El Salvador, right?
1: Oh, well, we'll see. We we, we because
0: have... I, I read somewhere that you were going to make sure the rooms were facing the light and it was with glass that the light could penetrate through because patients will actually heal. Like when I was in surgery in UCLA in February, I had my red light in there. I was I was going outside from day two after massive abdominal surgery just to get the light. Mm-hmm. And they thought I was nuts. Um and, you know, I was doing all the things. I was doing my methyl blue and um trying to think of what else but i i know that it, it's not set up to heal first of all even just waking me up in the middle of the night 50 times just mm-hmm. to do blood work and this and that so you don't get sued or whatever i i, I started saying no more i need to rest i need to sleep
1: there's a reason why doctors do the things they do and it turns out it's not always for the patient's benefit more often you find out it's for the centralized paradigms benefit See. So you that's the real nefarious part. And I got to be honest, it took me a long time to realize that some of the things that like nurses are forced to do, it's not because they do them to piss you off. That's actually what the paradigm wants people to do. It's not like in like what? I don't want to get into okay. the, the, the okay. total details, but I will I can share tell with y-
0: everybody so they know you were one of those doctors that didn't know. So just so everybody understands, you were also doing these things. I was an
1: idiot up until 40 years old. (laughs) And then 40 years old, I had my epiphany. Something happened to me when I became the patient. Everything flipped. And I thought about this and I'm like, wait a minute, this makes no sense to me at all. And then I started thinking about my own patients. I said, yeah, why? Why am I doing this for this? And why am I doing this for that? I started to question everything. And I said, is there a different way? And... Lo and behold, when I got my punch in the face, I did find the different way. And then what did I do? Actually, one of my good friends is a gastroenterologist told me instead of trying to write the papers up, you know that Big is gonna block it because it was about leptin trials and the leptin drug and Amgen. And uh, he said, why don't you just put it on the internet? And I was like, you know, for me, the internet, I never use the internet that way. I mean, you know, I'm an old boomer. And um, I put the idea on the internet and lo and behold, 20 years later, I'm in Maria Menudos' podcast talking about how nature fundamentally runs all the biologic programs in our body. And if we get out of the way of nature, we can actually help people really do well. I'm I'm not trying to tell you... So
0: nature should be our gasoline to our car.
1: Correct. And I think doctors have a time and place. Like if you break your arm, you break your leg, get a subdural, like a trauma in a car wreck, that's where centralized medicine is wonderful. I don't want anybody to think that I'm totally dumping on them. There's things that we do well. But what we suck at, that's where this discussion is. We suck at chronic diseases. Healing. Well, no, chronic disease management. We have no earthly idea how to deal with diabetes because we don't understand it, okay? And there's so many other diseases like that. In fact, most of the diseases that Americans have now are chronic Neolithic diseases caused by different things in our environment. I told you there's a list of about 13. I told you the one that I focus the most on why? Because I think it's the biggest offender. Doesn't mean it's the only offender. Mm-hmm. And if if I'm being honest with you and your audience, I think all of those 13 together probably act in unison to destroy our health. The key is as long as you continue to mitigate those, the best you can That's all I can ask you to do. I know that you're not going to be able to mitigate it all in the industry you're in. Uh, You know, I'm not that big an idiot. But you have to realize the reason why I try to come off rough to people, I need to smack them in the face. I need them to really understand. I want them to come see me and change their thinking before they get the GBM. You know, before they get the Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm before they have the infertility.
0: Didn't you say infertility was back, tied back to lack of light as well?
1: Well, yeah, it's a leptin story. You know what the hormone that controls fecundity in
0: humans? Leptin. What's fecundity?
1: Being able to have a child.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz I couldn't have a child. I, but my leptin's really low. Yeah,
1: but guess what? That doesn't I mean that I leptin works. is bad. No, see there and lies. You, you see you still got the whole idea about diabetes. That's what people how think people have looked at leptin resistance, that's true. Turns out if leptin can Low can't,
0: leptin and low ferritin.
1: Right. If you can't leptin, all it is is an basically an electromagnetic accountant that talks to your hypothalamus. Well, let me ask you a question. If you have no melanin in your hypothalamus, do you think they, the talk is good? Or is it kind of like Microsoft talking to Apple? That's actually what infertility really is. Remember the tuning forks. Your
0: so ovaries- does everything go back for us? Because to me, just layperson... I think you're sick, get out in the sun. (laughs) That's what I, from everything I've been learning, is we cannot get enough sun.
1: But look, you can go into bed if you're really sick and open the window. But see, most people in LA can't even open the window because they build houses, so you can't open the windows. Think about it. Yeah. And then when you do open the window in LA, how's the air quality here? Okay, so stop for a minute. What's the terminal electron acceptor and mitochondria? Oxygen. So if you live in a place, that basically is a desert. Okay. And you have bad air and bad water. Do you understand why you got a problem? See, everybody thinks California is great, but is it really great? Yeah. So all I'm asking people to do is take an honest assessment of their environment before they blame it on their genes before they blame it on something else. And you will find that most things, the defect is in the environment. The defect isn't in you. And our thoughts. Well, yeah. But you remember, the reason why it's in your thoughts is because you've degraded the melanin in your head. See, people don't realize Let me give you the the good proxy disease that I think most of your listeners will understand. Most people know about Parkinson's disease. Mm -hmm. but most people don't know is in the brainstem, there's a place called the substantia nigra. It's called substantia nigra because nigra means dark. Why is it dark? Neuromelanin is there. You get Parkinson's disease when you lose melanin in that spot. Then you start to get the shakes. You don't think as well. You become expressionless. You know, there's different um, symptoms that go with it tied to the amount of melanin loss. Do you know what melanin effectively does? It turns sunlight into a DC electric current in the brain. Do you know what the treatment, the best treatment, for Parkinson's disease right now at UCLA is. To drill a hole in your head, put an electrode in the substantia nigra to deliver electricity to it.
0: When you could just go outside into the light? Thank you.
1: So look, you're not a neurosurgeon, right? No. But I was able to literally in 10 seconds explain it to you so that you got it like a third grader. Now, is it way more complicated than that? It is, but that's all the big ideas. Mm -hmm. So realize most people who have Parkinson's disease, are really, really white, have decreased melanin on the outside because they got decreased melanin on the inside. They tend to live in really electromagnetic polluted environments. Also associated with a lot of toxins that make all the neurons hypoxic. When neurons are hypoxic, meaning low oxygen, for any reason, Mm -hmm. melanin degrades into other chemicals. That's what I had too. Well, guess what? What am I trying to get you to understand? what makes melanin Pomsi. what stimulates pompsi uv light
0: so is uv light at sunrise or is wait, it wait, throughout
1: uv light is what is demonized by the dermatologist and the ophthalmologist hmm. so realize that most of the people listening to this are going to say oh this sounds easy but as soon as they go in with a tan they're going to get assaulted by the propaganda that we talked about earlier. Remember, we My talked about. My dad
0: sat out with a tinfoil his whole life. And
1: he sm- still does. That's a smart thing. That's probably why his diabetes is doing well. Uh, but let me tell you the last part of the Parkinson's story, because I think it ties a nice bow into what I said to you earlier about melanoma. Most people don't know that people with Parkinson's disease have high rates of melanoma. You know why? For the same reason I mentioned to you earlier. Side. Right. Guess what? They get melanoma more frequently. Guess what else they get? They get more thyroid disease. Because they have no melanin in their hypothalamus. What happens when you map the track out that I told you about the lady with the LASIK surgery? The leptin melanocortin pathway goes all the way through that part of the brain. So, do you understand now when you think about that tract, it's a semiconductive tract that emits light. So, if different s- stations on that train track are broken, you get different diseases. Mm-hmm. That's actually how this works. So Parkinson's disease for a neurosurgeon, we immediately know the problem's in the basal ganglia, it's at the substantia nigra. But guess what? Say if somebody got, I don't know, say melanoma first, their problem may be they are always inside blue light because they're an IT worker, okay? But are they more likely to get Parkinson's or Hashimoto's? Yes. How about the lady that's listening to this that has Hashimoto's? I have it. Well, guess what? That tells you that you're more at risk for These other issues. Why? Because there's no melanin at the level of the pituitary. See, that was all the the really detailed science.
0: How long do you have to?
1: Tell me how much melanin you got. Yeah. See, you don't know. (laughs) And see, now Maria Menudos, listen to me here. You Every time you open your mouth, you are making the case for El Salvador. You understand? Mm -hmm. You need to live inside the tropics. Now, here's the good news for you. I don't think you're going to have to stay there the rest of your life. But you need to switch this with you. Because I'm going to tell you, based on all the things going on with you. Because, you know, this is a new one you just threw at me. Yep. Guess what? You need to do it. And, And it's also... A very interesting thing, because a lot of people watching this, they'll look at somebody on their facade and think, oh, they're great. And then they'll look at someone else on the facade and say, oh, that guy's a fat slob. Why would I ever listen to him? And then I go, well, I'm sitting next to you at 60 years old. I don't take any medications, and I've never had any chronic disease. And guess what? My whole life, I started off at the 59th latitude with my family. New York City, Nashville, Tennessee, New Orleans, El Salvador. And guess what the trend there is? Older I get, I keep going lower and lower and lower. Why? Who taught me that? Doug Wallace. mitochondrial DNA. Yeah. So
0: I told my husband months ago, I said, we're moving to El Salvador. (laughs) Well, I just want you to
1: know, though, because you're younger than me, you clearly have a different... uh, Issue going on, and and I think the jab is additive to this. It's not the cause, but it's additive. Your redox is the problem. Your mitochondrial redox. So we've sat in here, we've talked. I see your environment. It reminds me of my operating room. So don't think that I'm not cognizant of how this affects you, because this is what got me fat. This is what got me really, really fat, and then I lost weight. Now I've had to go back for five years working trauma call at night to pay the lawyer bills, to fight the battle that I'm fighting. And I think that's about close to coming to the end, but I want you to know that you have more power than you think as the CEO of you. And I want you to remember, this is probably going to be the roughest thing for me to say to you in the audience. If you're not good enough for yourself, who are you really good for?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because this is a very powerful statement. People say, well, I can't do this because i got to take care of my mother and this and that. No, you don't. You have to take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, who's going to take care of that little baby? Yeah.
0: I, I know. Gar- it's I, my number one goal and focus every ga- single day. I
1: guarantee you. Like, I I've never met your husband. But I guarantee you, you're going to be better taking care of that baby than him. Why? Because of the journey that you just went through.
0: Because I know what's important. Correct. And I've been on death's door. And I know when you're there. You will do anything it takes. And nothing else matters. And that's why I keep saying. I'm like we really have to do this. Now he's on board. Mostly. We're well, getting there. But, but the but thing is, it's you... for her. Because I have to be alive for her. You also... And I have to set the example. But
1: you also need to realize that. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. You can make. The, okay, I'm going to do three months. I'm going to do six months. Okay, I'm going to do eight months. What I think will happen when you make a decision like this with your family, you'll start to notice that everybody starts to get better. In other words, Archimedes' lover is getting longer for the Menudo's mm-hmm. family. What I'm trying to say to you, the way that we help build this decentralized world, Maria, be the change that you seek. That's That's really such a mitochondrial power statement. And it's that simple. Thinking is the path to decentralization. Do not let anybody tell you that you need an expert. You can do this. If a lion and hippo do it, you can do it. I probably should mention this because you'll probably like it, but I think we'll probably end it here because this will be very provocative. If you think the pathway to Maria Minuto's problem is just some of the things that we talked about here, meaning electromagnetism and bad light. I'm going to tell you the fastest way to get a thyroid tumor, Hashimoto's, or a neuroendocrine tumor in your pancreas is to use Ozempic to lose weight. It is the single biggest risk right now to so many people out there. Why? Because everybody is using... These GLP one drugs to lose weight.
0: Wait, so you will get what I have?
1: I'm not saying you will. You're much more probable. Yeah. Remember, it's- I, that
0: was my that was just my gut instinct. I'm like,
1: but it's remember, it's remember I, I told you before, it's quantum mechanical. Yeah, it's not cause and effect. It's more probable than not. Mm-hmm. So the problem is doctors out there are not telling people this. But anybody who's in your audience that listens to this warning, I just told you. Uh, I want you to open the package insert the next time you go to the pharmacist and read what the side effects of the medicine potentially are. And you'll actually magically see that, hey, this sounds like Maria Menudos. Remember, you didn't get it from that, but remember I told you a centralized solutions, always there's a negative consequence and you need to know what it is. Your doctors may not know what I just told you, but I'm telling you. And the reason I'm sitting here thinking about it. So I don't think that's your risk. I think your risk is different, but I guarantee you that you probably know a lot of your friends that are taking that, especially Hollywood actresses who think they have to stay slim
0: to lose. Well, because everyone wants to be Instagram skinny. And I keep saying to people, if you're taking something exogenously that your body's making naturally, your body naturally is gonna say, well, I can take a break. I'm gonna quit. Because you're doing it, you're giving it to me. So why do I need to do this? And so when you want to get off of Ozempic, now you're going to be diabetic at best case scenario. I think that's been my just common sense, or maybe I should say my instinct.
1: Well, I've been seeing a lot of patients with um, complications related to it. And it's complications that are getting much more difficult to deal with. The number one thing that I'm concerned about is uh, damage to the hypothalamus. I think it has a massive effect on the leptin-Milanocortin pathway. And it's not that effect isn't consistent across. I think it, it has different effects in different haplotypes from the mitochondria and in different places you live in. In fact, the number one place, because I've been talking to a lot of doctors about this, the, the place that I'm worried about it the most is probably New York, Chicago, and Miami. And I think part of the reason for that is the people that are there using it are have an indoor existence they're not getting enough sun and it's changing the signaling you know in their body and
0: even miami they're yeah
1: not well miami miami because most people live in miami since it's hot they live inside they AC. don't go outside yeah. and not only that miami also has a huge population density problem if you've ever been to miami beach everybody lives like it's new york city mm-hmm. uh it's not really spread out like you go to a place like houston houston's a, a massive city but it's all spread out like yeah. everything in texas is spread out they still have huge problems but <clears throat> different zip codes are going to lead to different problems and i yeah. think that's what people don't understand they think oh well if, if my aunt takes Ozempic in i don't know wichita kansas it's the same as doing it in la and it's not the electromagnetic environment is additive to this effect and just as it is with the with the vaccines and we're finding that out now because of uh, the LMPs that are in the vaccines, because they changed the charge of the spike protein. And that's why certain people get certain diseases.
0: From like any vaccine, measles? Oh, well, no, it's all from
1: the, these vaccines. I'm specifically talking about the vaccines that were used with messenger RNA technology because they used uh, you know liquid nanoparticles to get the protein in. The problem is everybody thought that the LNPs wouldn't cause a long-term problem. So, for example, the big thing that people are concerned about right now, I think, uh, in the aftermarket data, there's quite a few people that have what appears to be like mitochondrial thermodynamic loss of energy, which everybody you know calls it as long COVID. The other thing that's cropped up in the data uh, since the vaccine's been out, there's been a huge spike in soft tissue cancers. I think we answered the soft tissue cancer problem with the two guys I told you, Kevin McKiernan and, and Buck Holtz. I think we'll still have to do the detective work to prove that the soft tissue tumors that come up actually have these DNA plasmids and the SV 40 promoters and things like that in them. I think that will come. I I think now that this is, you know, hit the fan, everybody's going to know, but I think the long COVID people are the people I I get concerned about the most because there's so many shysters out there trying to sell them solutions. Mm. Uh, I think Dr. McCullough published, you know, his, uh, recipe, which I think is good because it's really designed to break the spike pre- protein up. But if you understand the LMPs, that's not going to be enough for some people with long COVID. And I think the people that are going to struggle the most with long COVID are going to be the people that live in places like LA, Chicago, New York where population densities make it difficult because it, the charge is the big issue. When you have aberrant charge in the wrong place in a cell, remember the analogy I used, tuning fork? Mm-hmm. These They don't work anymore. And that creates a signaling problem. Remember, anytime you create a signaling problem, that creates chaos. Well, it, it creates chaos. The name for chaos in medicine is inflammation. And what is inflammation fundamentally? It's too much positive charge, not enough negative charge. So when you get to positive negative charges back, you're back to my world, physics. So what effectively a lot of medications do is they change the physics of organisms, okay? And you need to realize there's some drugs that we take or there's some chemicals or supplements we take that radically alter the internal milieu of the charge that's there. So therefore, the normal things that are going on, what like Rick likes to call the magics, uh, I call them, you know, quantum uh, mechanics. These things don't operate as they should. And that's when people get problems. And then you go to a centralized doctor or you go to a naturopathic doctor and they give you herbs or this and that and they actually make the problem worse. Why? Because it alters the signaling further. And that's why I tell people, when you get this problem, before you do any detox protocols, you should increase increase your redox first. Why? Because what I have learned in 20 years is that
0: dollars a month so go to patreon.com backslash heal squad to join getting better isn't easy friends but as i say all the time it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together we love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you
1: the physics of organisms always is tied to redox factors first that's the mitochondrial story that's the story that your listeners can read about in Nick Lane's books.
0: So how do you improve the redox? It's
1: simple. What you just told your daughter to do, go out in the sun. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. Drink better water, live in a place where there's high magnetic flux. That's where a volcano is. And um you say
0: make like the Sphinx towards we'll the always east? Always make like the Sphinx. The ancient... But uh, the aj- problem is I checked my magnetic field in the in the ground here and i've been grounding in terrible
1: right but you live in la i'm look i'm you already answered that question so do you they put all the the wires under the ground you got 5g above 5g jump conducts to the wires
0: so is it better not to ground
1: well in your case yes it's not but here's the thing get in your car and drive to the beach with the baby Look, Dan will tell you what we did. We went to Paradise Cove for breakfast the last Mm -hmm. few days. I just came off a...
0: But is that safe?
1: Yeah. Did you check it? Well, no, I didn't. But I know that it's safe because there's no power lines coming out of the Pacific Ocean.
0: But funny enough, I checked the beach that we are renting in. Uh And they had 145 towers in that area. But I thought the beach would be safe because there are no towers in sight.
1: No, it's not safe if the towers are in proximity. What okay. I'm talking about with grounding is a different effect. Grounding is affected when 5G jump conducts off a wire in the ground. Remember, the best way to ground is actually with your feet at the edge of the water. People don't understand how grounding really works, but it's mm. also it's this charge thing. Because
0: that- I ground with Athena in the sand. We should be down by the water.
1: Yeah, well, it should be down by the water. That's the best thing, because remember, we're the only primate with sweat glands on our feet. The reason we have sweat glands on our feet...
0: Exocrine
1: glands. Right, well, it's ecrine, Ecrine. sweat glands. yeah. The reason why that's important is people don't understand the physics of grounding. It goes back to what I was trying to teach you earlier about COVID. Sun releases a cathode ray. That's the solar wind. Solar wind travels 93 million miles, hits our magnetosphere. Magnetosphere knocks out all the bad juju lets the one octave in, which is 250 to 760, then what happens when it comes down, the planet is an anode in this big circuit. So when a cathode ray hits an anode, it releases free electrons on the surface. You are designed to absorb those free electrons because you have ecrine glands that allow you to have a better connection. So it turns out, are there better places in the world to ground than... Not. The answer is yes. Why? For example, a desert is a horrible place to ground. It's a geopathic stress zone. Effectively, Southern California is a desert. There's other places where it's really good. For example, the Yucatan Peninsula is spectacular for grounding. Why? Because it's got 65 million years of water under the ground from the cenotes
0: mm, or the volcanoes, the volcanoes right? Volcanoes
1: are spectacular. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out when you get in a, a situation like that, for example, I'll tell you this since you're going to go to El Salvador soon it's better to ground with dark sand beaches than light sand beaches. So if you're in the beach in Destin on the Emerald Coast with the beautiful white sand, do you get as big a grounding effect there that you do in El Salvador? The answer is no, you don't. You're better off in El Salvador. Now, it's not just a latitude thing, okay? Because Destin's at the 28th latitude and El Salvador's at the 13th. That is a benefit. But it turns out the real benefit actually has to do with the color of the sand, the reason because
0: why, of what the light does to is it, because it
1: absorbs much more and it holds the charge. This is the reason why when you walk on dark sand, your feet burn, but when you walk in dust and they never burn. Yeah, and you have to realize there's more electrons there, and the reason why you have the sweat glands on your feet, you absorb more electrons. Why is absorbing more electrons big for redox? Let's tie the bow on this. Maybe we'll finish with this. Funny guy from Burn again, Einstein. One of the papers that he wrote, photoelectric effect. You can only absorb light when an electron gets excited and raises its level. So the more electrons you have, the more negative charge you have, the higher your redox is because it allows you to absorb more light. See, you're back to Einstein again. So Uncle Jack is trying to tell you, many of the things I've told you in the time we've been here, inconvenient. Mm -hmm. But guess what? They're all true. And you have to decide... What you want to do now. The answers are there. You just have to decide how important they are to you and just employ them. I would just say, if you liked what you heard in this podcast, take one or two things. I would tell you the number one thing to take is never miss a sunrise the rest of your life. Why? Because that's the biggest one. But is there a lot of other ones that you may be able to do? Do them. Just keep doing them. And then when you want to do more and more and more because you see clinical wins, and then you do that. You you just learn all the different things you can do. There's literally hundreds of things that I teach people. You know, I can't tell you every month when I do Q&A's with my members, I listen to them all the time. I'm like, how many times do I have to tell you this? And Trust me, it does get frustrating, but that is actually why they're paying me they're paying me to remind them to be decentralized.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I tell people about this show. I say, this is your accountability partner to stay on track, to stay- Yeah, it's called the Hawthorne Effect. In that- it's how it works. It's the reason
1: why women buy those bathing suits that don't fit them and put them on the back of the door. It's the reason why Weight Watchers makes you go up on the stage in front of everybody. It's called the Hawthorne Effect. It's a powerful effect for human beings. But I wanna tell you, Get rid of all the psycho babble. I want to tell you. I want to turn you into a wild human. You can do it.
0: And we have to do that with our diet as well, which is yeah.
1: But I mean, diet is pretty simple. Circadian. If if, if for example, if pineapples are not growing in L.A., you have no business buying them in in Whole Foods. Simple as that. I, I don't. I think the diet is the easiest part of this. You know ask you can ask dan yesterday we ate dinner i should say breakfast at paradise cove uh i think i ate six oysters at rick's house i didn't eat any dinner i went to bed mm-hmm. went to bed with and this was after we did a six-hour podcast yesterday yeah yesterday this is after 14-hour flight from paris to here
0: and you say to and i'm eat 60 30 years minutes old. after sunrise yeah to well, do this circadian eating correctly
1: that, yeah I'm going to tell you, it's a little bit different for everybody. If you live at the equator versus say 50th latitude, there's a difference there. Why? Because you have light stability at the equator that you don't have at the 50th latitude. This time of the year in the northern hemisphere, it's a big deal because if you go to the equator, it's 12 hours of sun every single day. If you go right now to you know Paris, where I was, uh, the sunrise is not happening until like almost 7:50 and the sun setting at like five. Mm-hmm. So guess what? There, the story is going to be a little bit different. But remember, you have less margin of safety at the high latitude than you do at the low latitude. So if you you've have got- to play a better game. Right, you have to play a better game. Exactly that. And, and that's why I said, what you shared with me today, because I didn't know anything about you before coming here, The diseases that you tell me that's the real reason you need El Salvador and you don't need L.A., but that doesn't mean that that's always going to be operational for Maria Menudo's Um, because I believe that you can reverse the diseases. I do, too. And the key thing is that means you just have to have a long lever for your Archimedes then you can move the world. You can do things that other people don't think is possible.
0: So if somebody wants to be a member or learn with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: I think the best way to start off, do the free stuff. Go to my website. I have a form there that will overwhelm you.
0: Jackcruise.com.
1: Right, the forms are free. It doesn't char- I don't charge anything. I think the second best thing for you to do, if you have a disease, put my name and your disease in a Google box. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, probably the third thing, if you want to read about some of the science, the stuff I write, go to patreon.com backslash Cruz. It's five bucks a month for my best work. And then if you want to cut through the chase, uh, the old blog that used to be free, if you want to read probably, I'd say the first six years in a small format, my books on Amazon, it's probably 10 years old now, but it cuts to the chase too. You'll learn a lot about the basics and then the EpiPaleoRX. Yeah, the yeah. EpiPaleoRX. And then, probably the last thing if you decide you want more time, you want me to hold your hand, then you become a member. You go info at cruise at destin.com and I have memberships titanium, platinum, gold, and um, bronze and uh, and silver, I should say. And in there, if you're a doctor or a healthcare professional you want to come in at that level, you get a special part of the website that has a lot of magic in it. Uh, I te- teach things there that I don't teach the the regular lay folk because it's high level stuff. Mm-hmm. That one is definitely protected. That's protect- for the Dr. Allisons who are right. on that brain level. Right, that's, pr- that's protected <laughs> because a lot of that stuff is, uh, let's just say the centralized guys wouldn't like it. It's actually where I put a lot of the COVID information mm-hmm. before it hit the fan. Um, I've been telling people about this problem with COVID before it it even started. I warned people what was going to happen, what the game plan was, because I knew that this was tethered to the first story of polio. Then I guess the final level of Jack Cruz, if you don't get any satisfaction, can you hire me to be your doctor? Yes, I'm not cheap, but I'm not as expensive as some people out here in California charge, um, but you can do that as well. Um, unless, you know, my life really changes the next couple of months and I'm working for somebody else, which is always a possibility. Um, but those are the ways to interact with me right now. You can interact with me also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I mean, I would tell you all of those are free, but I, I got a message yesterday that Meta and Instagram wanted to platform me oh. because I was out here talking to, I guess, uh, some other black sheep that I shouldn't be talking to. um, You know, I'm, I'm a huge Bitcoiner. So if you have Clubhouse, you can come in the Bitcoin rooms. I teach people about Bitcoin. Why? I only get behind things that are decentralized. And the only two things that are decentralized are Bitcoin and nature. So... Unfortunately, I'm a pretty myopic guy. That's what I like to talk about.
0: And then also the books that he shared, everybody. We'll try to grab some of those and put them in the summary of this episode. Um, I'll also
1: tell you on my forum, though, all the books. There's a lot more books. There's a link to books there that if you want to read them. Great. And not only that, if you join any of these things with me and you ask me, what do you think about this book? I'll tell you thumbs up or thumbs down.
0: Yeah, I think it's important for us to educate ourselves And that's part of the journey for me the last six years is reading as much as I can, having people on that are going to get us to think differently. And, um, you know, I'm so behind the light story. I'm so behind um, all of this because I'm seeing the effects. Now, it might not look like on the outside things are doing so well, but... I know when I'm getting my blood work incrementally, I'm things not, are changing. But
1: that's not what I'm worried about with you. I'm, I'm worried about something radically different. I think you doing the sun alone is not enough. I agree. And I'm going to tell you that the electromagnetic environment that you're in, I think, is a huge problem. I think that the sun in a different environment for you is going to be a huge game changer. I agree. And I think you're going to find that out yourself. And then, then you're going to have to make the tough decision okay, how am I gonna do this gig? Am I just gonna to come to LA and do it? Or am I gonna stay down there?
0: I can do this wherever I want. Right, and that's what, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I love it. And if you
1: can do I'm it not wherever tied.
0: you want. I'm not tied to the industry anymore. Yeah,
1: then I, then I would say that I think the choice for you is probably gonna be easier. And I think that you'll be able to build your fortress, or as we like to say in Bitcoin world, your citadel. You need a biologic citadel.
0: Yeah. I feel like I've done everything I can here, mm-hmm. but there's, there's that next step. That's going to really like mm-hmm. really do the final healing. Cause I believe I'm going to heal from everything. I know. Oh,
1: I mean, I'll just tell you, um, so, you know, you live in the same town that Rick used to live in. You know who Rick Rubin is. Just think about what he did. He's the same age. I am. In... He went
0: to Costa Rica, right? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: he's out of Malibu. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a reason for that. And you know what Rick's journey is. And I would tell you, I would even say, reach out to him, maybe bring him on. Because I actually think.
0: I've wanted to, yeah.
1: That you and Rick actually could change a lot of people in both your industries. Agreed. Uh, And I think the reason why that's important is I think your industries are polluted with propaganda. And I think that you guys have a duty to the people who are watching this to stop selling into the madness. Uh, and I'm sure some of your friends do this and it probably infuriates you. But the only way that we're going to change the world, like I said, is be the change you mm-hmm. seek. That's it.
0: Yeah, I, I do feel that. And I know that's my mission and my purpose. I do is to Windex eyeballs at this point to what I've seen. And and, you know, as I've said, teach people what I've learned, what I've scene and how much of the reins we have to take back uh-huh. so um i'm grateful for your time no i problem. very much look forward to this i was trying to get to rick to get to you had no idea that dan was going to show up and say oh well we'll get jack on so i want to have rick on and i do believe well,
1: i'm going back to see rick right after this so i will tell him yes. i will personally invite him You give me the contact that I can give to Rick. You're going to give me my number. Absolutely. Give it to me and I'll just give it to Rick because I guarantee you, if he's here, he may decide, come on, let's just do it.
0: I'm in. I'm ready. And I think um, I am coming to El Salvador and I believe we're there at the same time. So perhaps we could even do a mini continuance of the conversation. Yeah, he
1: was telling me, I'm going to be there the 13th to the 19th. Same. Uh, If you're there, then we'll hook up. You can come see uh, Circadian House.
0: yeah. I would love that. That house is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Allison's doing all the same stuff. She's building the same thing. That's her dream is, is to have that type of healing place. And mm-hmm. and I really feel like we need that and we need to bring people to it. Mm-hmm. And... We
1: just need to show people that it's possible. Yeah. And it is possible. I don't want anybody to think that anything that we discussed today is not possible. You can employ one, two, three, ten of these things I think what you'll find out when you become a, a black swan and you're decentralized and you are a mighty contract, you're going to become addicted to doing more and more and more because you feel better and better and better.
0: There is nothing scary about nature. Well, <laughs> going back but to remember, nature. Remember, in my mind, Maria I mean, Maria
1: said there is when, you, there go to, is when, when you're... you go, Natasha goes to the dermatologist and yeah. she finds out she's got a melanoma. Wait, can we, inside. can we
0: finish with Natasha? I want to know. Are you, more apt to go now into the sun or are you going to give us the answer because jack's here um that we want to hear i want to know yes i'm going to go out in the sun i have been out in the sun more so this year than any other i am so tanned for myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) i saw her when we came in i was like that girl is white it's not that hard I, i just think that it breaks paradigms paradigms that you were taught and you have to realize what you were taught you were taught for consumerism for the central entities that are harvesting you are trading time for money with them and what i'm trying to get people to understand that i can teach you how to get time back like Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna make you live 122 years old to break the record of gene Calmet, but i can tell you this that you're not gonna need the people in cedar sinai you're not gonna need to pay more for your drugs than food when you're 65 years old you're not gonna need a medicare supplement plan because you're not gonna take any medicines Look, when you come to El Salvador, I'm going to introduce you to Tom and Nancy. Nancy is 77. Tom is 70. They live in a treehouse on the Pacific Ocean in Playa Chalpa. Love it. They owned a bed and breakfast in Maine. They are absolutely the heartiest people you'll ever meet. Um, I got them to move there three years ago. They are doing spectacular. So... I would tell you, um, I don't think they'll ever come to L.A., but they would be very interesting for you to that talk to. Yeah, we can talk to, to them when we're there on the I show. I was going to say.
0: I just bring two mics and yeah, I do.
1: I would tell you, I would like for you to go to their place and do the podcast because I think when you look around, they have a conacasta tree there that's 300 feet tall, and every time I go there, I'm like, that is my favorite friend in this whole place. I love their place yeah absolutely love it and um their story is pretty epic
0: No, we need to hear more of them all right thank you thanks for having me thanks for coming guys that concludes my very lengthy conversation with dr jack cruz i hope you enjoyed would love to hear your thoughts i'd love to hear what maybe you are going to do differently if anything Uh, I know it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to do. And as he said, it usually takes us to be in a really tough position to want to make radical change. And I've been there too many times. Um, I really have been talking to Kevin about El Salvador for a while now. First it was Nashville. (laughs) Now it's El Salvador. But uh, I really know that my full healing is going to take place in a place like that where I can really just Shed the things that are hurting me here, like all these lights, which we really tried to be better about. But now Natasha is tasked with getting red light in here and a UV light. Are you on the mission? Yes, I'm on the mission because you were the one who did all of this. So now you have to undo a little of it. (laughs) So you have a week. (laughs) Um yeah i want to hear from you guys i want to know what you're thinking and uh you know when we're challenged it can be hard it can be hard to hear things i mean he he said it himself he doesn't what does it he say he doesn't spit out milkshakes or something i don't know yeah something like that Bunt cakes i don't know but uh i know what his goal is to do is to kind of shake up our thinking and programming and i love to invite people here that have a message that, uh, can make us think differently. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. I hope you guys will be out getting your circadian rhythm on track and getting the light and doing the things that are going to help you get healthy and stay healthy. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menounos or mariamenounos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you.